Hey, KP, how are you doing? Wonderful. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I have a story for you. Uh, it's a it's book kind of book related, uh, but it happened to me uh, at the library while I was working. And uh, get your tissues ready, everybody. Uh, but, uh oh. <laughs> but uh, this uh, older lady came in. And we're supposed to call them guests instead of customers because we are now in guest services. Uh, but she uh, was picking up some books uh, that she could read to her husband because her husband is about 75 to 80% blind is what she was saying. And he was an avid reader, but he can no longer read because of his eyesight. And mm-hmm. so she... Uh, started reading to him whenever his eyesight got so bad, but now her eyesight is, is not doing well. And so I talked to her about Libby and audiobooks, and I downloaded uh, Libby onto her phone. I showed her how to, you know, borrow audiobooks um, uh, through the catalog and she started crying uh, because uh, she was like, you're going to make my husband's like, week month you know um because he's going to be able to read again and uh it was emotional for me because like i i just love those experiences whenever i get to make a guest day um but yeah so that's uh, so sweet yeah it 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 was it was a, a wonderful moment and it just kind of goes to to show you like you know people will berate readers and say that audiobooks are not books are not reading and Mm -hmm. that is bullshit like you can still enjoy a book by listening to it you still are reading it Like there are people who, whenever they're like physically reading a book, they read out loud. So they're reading Mm -hmm. to themselves Uh, or, you know, as a kid, like you can't read yet. You're being read to. Uh, So it's the same thing. Like, uh, yeah, we've always been uh, strong proponents of audiobooks on this pod. And yes, I, I love that story. That's just another example of why audiobooks are so important it's it's all about accessibility and finding ways to get literature to as many different populations as possible i love that so much and i'm glad that they came across or that this lady came across you um to be able to show her that yeah so it it was a great moment so yeah audiobooks are reading okay yay yeah if you disagree, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unsolicited Book Reviews podcast, where we keep it fun and keep it gay and also bring you to tears, apparently. Uh, but <laughs> I am your co-host, Scott. And I'm KP. <laughs> so um you should go first today scott that's right okay so my last read uh <laughs> was actually a middle grade book so yay but um i i do occasionally try to read some middle grade books uh for readers advisory uh which for any listener that doesn't know what that is it's part of um uh, you know, being a librarian or being a library worker where somebody comes up to you and says, I liked book A and I want book A recommendations, like similar to book A. And so mm-hmm. uh, you have to ask them questions. It's almost like an interview sort of where to figure out what they like uh, with kids. Uh, and that's why I read middle grade. Um, sometimes uh, with kids, it's... Uh, well, what, what's your reading level? Uh, so that determines sometimes what I may talk about, uh, it's, or recommend. And, uh, so yeah, so I try to be as well-rounded as I possibly can so that I can help any customer or guest, whatever that comes in, uh, to our library. So I read some picture books too. So like, (laughs) there's some really good ones out there actually. Um, No shame in the game. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I can always, and I used to be, you know, now I focus primarily on adult programming uh, for the library, but I, for many, many years, I was a children's librarian and many different ages. So I, I needed to have that experience. Um, but yes, so this one is Attack of the Block, or little, Attack of the Black Rectangles by Amy Sarig King. Uh, and this book is actually about censorship. Uh, so, uh, these kids get assigned, uh, a book, uh, I believe they're in the fifth grade. Yeah, I think fifth grade. Uh, and, uh, the teacher has taken a magic marker to every single copy of the book, um, and has marked out certain parts that she finds inappropriate, uh, for them. Woof. Yeah, but it's a, a required reading <laughs> for their curriculum. <laughs> but the teacher has taken it upon herself to censor what is what the kids are, you know, read. Um, and so all the kids uh, in that class are like, "What's behind the, these black lines?" Like, I I want to know. They're curious, and so they go to the public library and get copies some order their own copies you know have their parents order their own copies and so then they read you know the actual version that hasn't been censored and they're like what's bad about that like why mm -hmm. are you and and they're starting like at that age they're starting to like question things and so mm -hmm. they're like why are you why are you blocking me from from reading this like and so it uh, they get, you know, help from parents and, and things like that. And they go to the school board and um, in an effort to get the actual book into the, the curriculum and not be censored. Um, so, yeah, uh, I won't let you know if it happens or not, but uh, it was a really, really good book. So and it it's important for kids to read books like that because we are in a time whenever books are getting censored. and a lot of times it's more focused on LGBTQ queer, you know, just queer people in general or people of color. Um, mm -hmm. Like their stories are getting, getting removed or censored or banned or, or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you're not white, straight, um, and sometimes male, like, uh, you know, there's even female stories that are getting banned. Like um, one of uh, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom is mm -hmm. one of the most banned books right now uh just in history and it's because it talks about you know girls getting their periods like <laughs> <gasps> i know oh my gosh like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyways so that was my read what was yours <laughs> um my last read is called if you could be mine by Sarah Farazin, and it is a young adult novel. It takes place in Iran, and it's about these two girls. They are like 17, 18, and they've been best friends since they were little tiny kids. Their families are very close, and they have been in love with each other for pretty much ever um but in iran it is highly illegal punishable by death to be homosexual um so they kind of keep it secret and um it's all about their struggles and one of them gets engaged to a man and they're trying to navigate how do we figure out our relationship while the one is engaged and the one who's not engaged is um she is so hell-bent on not losing the love of her life that she's exploring all sorts of options and she meets a trans person and being trans is not illegal um, so she even goes to a consult to see if she can transition to become a man to 
then marry the love of her life but then she has to struggle with well that's not my identity that is just not who I am so it's just all sorts of internal struggles within their own personal struggles between the two of them and it's it's really an emotional ride um there's there's a it's it's an emotional book um it definitely made me cry once or twice um just kind of looking at the different cultural struggles and the coming of age within this culture that just it's not okay to be them um so it's a really beautiful piece of literature i think um so yeah i i enjoyed it but i hated it but i enjoyed it (laughs) i i mean i hated it because it made me feel feels but i i loved it (laughs) (laughs) well god that sounds like a really hard read (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. it's one of those that needs like the murder palette cleanser after god yeah I, I that's crazy i mean i knew that being gay uh in in iran was illegal but i didn't realize that trans wasn't um, yeah and i i obviously well this it might not be obvious i didn't fact check or anything to see like what was or not wasn't true because it is a work of fiction um oh, okay but it was written in 2013 and set in present time um, for 2013. But um, the way it was explained is that, yeah, it it could have changed since then. But the way it was explained is that being trans was considered um, a psychological medical condition. So you just have to go through the psychological treatments and then the medical treatments and then you're fixed. Wow. And and I say that those are not my beliefs. Those are yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously their beliefs. Um, so in a way, like and, even if it is legal, like it's still like, uh, you know, uh, homo or not homophobia, but like you know what I'm saying, like um, transphobia, transphobia in a way. Right, yeah. right. But it's but it's not like like you can just go to a doctor and you can you know, get the surgery and, and move on with your life. It's not like if you're found out to be gay that you are publicly hung in the streets. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, that part was really interesting to me when she was like, oh, I, yeah, I can just get hormones and then surgery and it's fine. But if I'm caught kissing my best friend, then I'm literally hung in the public square. God, that's awful. Yeah, it was it was <sighs> a lot to read, but I I truly read it in one sitting because I just like I was so invested in in these girls and their story. But um, it was a heavy one. <laughs> I may need you to like I don't want to add spoilers, but text me later. Like, did they get a happily ever after or no? <laughs> By that look. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Okay. Okay. No comment. No comment. Okay. I mean, <sighs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say, but I can. Yeah. I can. We'll we'll take this conversation offline. Yeah, we don't want no spoilers. <laughs> don't want no. We don't <sighs> want no spoilers. Yeah, we don't want no spoilers. I can't get no spoilers. Oh, no, it didn't work. Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get Uh, no spoilers. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now that we've uh, gone from the lowest of low to the silly of silly, what's your uh, current read? So my current read is Mistletoe and Michigas by M.A. Wardell. Um, I talked okay. a little about uh, the the book just very briefly, uh, our last episode about, uh, because I got it as a Is uh, this giveaway. the one you won? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. From the author. Um, and so I, I'm a, such a slow reader, so I apologize, Matt. 
um, but I, I am, I'm getting to it, but, uh, I, I have started, I'm reading, I'm already enjoying it, but it's, uh, this, uh, first grade teacher, uh, in Maine gets transferred, uh, to another school, like the day before, uh, classes start. So he goes uh, to the school to get his room ready. He gets let in by the principal uh, whose name is Kent. Uh, and um, then he, uh, Kent leaves because he has to go to like a big, you know, district meeting. Um, and then he um, uh, gets the help from the, the uh, janitor to help like, bring, <laughs> you know, chairs and desks and stuff up from the uh, basement to the classroom so he can get his room ready. Um, and uh, the janitor is like a, a veteran um, and has, um, uh, well, I don't, I don't want to ruin too much, but anyways, uh, he, that we don't first, want no spoilers. We don't want no spoilers. Uh, but they they are kind of sizing each other up, sort of, because they've just met, and uh, the the teacher is very um, uh, bubbly and peppy, and and you know, like a first grade teacher needs to be. And janitor uh, Theo. So Sheldon is the teacher, and then Theo is the the. Um, uh, uh, janitor and i can show the book but so here is sheldon and then here's theo uh and so we also get some big boy representation in here right there <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway so uh you know uh the janitor is very laid back and doesn't like to talk to people and one word answers type of thing and so he's just like ah what's happening uh, but I, like I said, I'm not very far in, um, but I messaged the author and was like, I'm already in love with Kent, like so much, <laughs> the principal, because he reminds me of me because he's such a klutz. Like he trips <laughs> over things, runs into doors, runs into walls. Like it, it that's me. <laughs> so, um, and yes, I, it is. <laughs> And uh, I also know, um, and this isn't a spoiler or anything, but uh, Kent uh, will be in book three. So we're going to get his story, which I'm very excited about because oh, I can. Oh, like... <laughs> Yeah. He, he, he kind of, he's older. He looks kind of like a, a younger Santa Claus sort of. With you. And... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then there's, uh, the, his love interest. You're going to have to a... grow out your beard and cosplay him. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I'll be, uh, I'll be Kent for Halloween. Uh, there you go. but then there's a guy that in the first book that, um, the, goes on a date with one of the main characters and he's known as the napkin guy. Um, <laughs> I won't spoil anything, but he will be in the third book too. So, uh, it's, it's fun how he's just kind of connected like these characters and it, through the books and stuff. So, uh, yeah. Cool. So that's the book that I'm reading. That sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds really fun. Yeah. And it's both like, uh, there, there are a few trigger warnings at the beginning. Um, like the, the sex scenes are supposedly really spicy. I haven't got to one yet, unfortunately. Uh, but <laughs> there is, uh, like PTSD cause Theo, you know, is a veteran and, um, uh, I believe he lost a leg, um, or injured his leg really badly. I think lost a leg. Um, and so it's, it's really, um, you know, there is some of that PTSD. And so there are some serious moments, but it's also, you know, about finding love and what's also cool. And I'm not saying that straight women can't write gay characters. I am saying <laughs> that they should do the research before <laughs> they write gay characters. They need to talk to gay guys about what happens in gay sex, because sometimes <laughs> you can read it and it is trash. <laughs> um, like any man trying to write a, a woman, yeah, a love scene. Like, yeah, like you, you have to do your research. You have to do your research. So there are some some female authors out there writing MM romance, and they do a good job. 
but then there are some that aren't. Uh, and so this is, um, you know, a gay man writing uh, gay love stories. So, um, you know, he kind of has had years of experience. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We love so, that. And actually, this is a, a big discussion that's happening, like, in the book talk, bookstagram world is, um, you know, straight female authors writing in romance because it's they get very popular um so yeah but anyways right so what what's you your know. current read <laughs> the more um, you know my current read is the road to jonestown jim jones <laughs> and people's temple and it's written by jeff Gwynn. is this nonfiction? Um, <laughs> yes, this is okay. nonfiction. <laughs> um, as you can probably guess, this is about uh, Jim Jones and the Jonestown Massacre. <laughs> so I am not super far into it. Um, it's a big book. It's like a 500 plus pager. Um and so far, I am just in the early days of Jim Jones's life. We got kind of his mom's backstory and then his childhood. And right now where I'm at is his, his early pastorhood, pastordom, pastor. He's, he's a new pastor. Okay. <laughs> I'm super religious. Can you tell? <laughs> I know totally. the right I know the right words for religious things. <laughs> um he's a new pastor and he is forming congregations and preaching and it's really interesting to me and don't judge me this is just a secret between you and me. Um I, I like keep finding myself like yes mad respect dude oh, um <laughs> you know because he's like he's all about like integration and he's like mm. we need to make sure like the black people and the white people are interacting there's no reason that like the the white people should have all the nice things and the the black people should be left with the the leftovers and like He's like anti-capitalism and like, let's make sure that, you know, everybody has enough to support themselves and nobody's going without. And I just keep having to remind myself like, KP, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy, KP. <laughs> KP, he's, he's really bad. Don't, <laughs> KP, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Um, <laughs> so... Um. Yeah. I yeah. think that's, I I I don't know if this is actually true, but I think that's where that saying "Don't drink the Kool Aid" came from. It is. It okay. Is. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. 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 So um, if people don't know about the Jonestown massacre, um, yeah, they all drank uh, the Kool Aid. They all drank the Kool Aid, and they they it had poison in it, and they died. Yes. Well, spoiler alert. Oh my god. <laughs> now now I don't have to read the next 500 pages. I Thanks. know. Yeah, you had no idea about it. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely didn't. Um but yeah, it's it's not a cult yet technically. Um but I'm excited to kind of see how we got there cuz I really only know like the drinking of the Kool-Aid part. I don't know yeah. the whole backstory. I don't know how he got there and how he got all those people to drink the Kool-Aid. So I'm really enjoying and already can see like, oh, even like the second, third hand account of it. I'm already drinking the hypothetical Kool-Aid. So yeah. it's, yeah, he's, I mean, it's interesting. Tell me if I'm wrong, but he seems like he was a like very charismatic and you know believable person mm -hmm. um trustworthy see you know seem trustworthy so right and i believe in what what his ideals were like mm -hmm. the everything that i just said like that's all stuff that i believe in and even if his motive was money and power 
on the outside, it seems like he's preaching integration and mm-hmm. preaching, you know, taking care of our neighbors and all these good things. And I don't know. I'm excited to keep reading and, and learning and yeah. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of the ride. Sorry, I spoiled the ending for you. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, Well, anyway, we've had a great time sharing our reads. Uh, We would love to hear uh, what books you're into as well or what you've recently read. Uh, Send us any of your recommendations or any questions you may have that you, uh, you know, about the podcast or about us, uh, send your book reviews. You can DM us on Instagram, uh, or you can message us on Spotify. Yes. Please let us know what you're reading and we'd love to take a look and maybe feature it in a future episode. Yes. We, we've already had a few, uh, you know, audience listener questions, uh, on previous episodes. So, um, and talked about books too. Yeah, we sure have the last yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, yep. So now is the time for your favorite game by Borrow Boot. It is not KP's favorite because it stresses her out, uh, but it is a literary version of Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, both of us have pre-selected books from our red list on Goodreads. Neither of us know which uh, books have been selected, uh, but we will let you know if uh, we think you should buy it, borrow it or boot it. I'm asking you first today. Yeah. I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah, you are. It sounded like the, it sounded like the Kool-Aid man. Oh no. <laughs> maybe maybe I just have Kool-Aid on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Kool-Aid on the brain. Uh, yes. All right. Are you ready for your first book? I am. Okay. Call Me By Your Name by Andre Asiman. Mhm. Within These Walls by Ania Alborn. Okay. Conventionally Yours by Annabeth Albert. Oh, God, this is a hard one. Because you don't remember them or because no, they're I, all good or because you hate them all? or I, I enjoyed all of them. Um, wait, what was the first one again? <laughs> <laughs> call me call me yeah, by your name. Call me by your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um goodness sakes. Yours and within these walls. Okay. For me, and I know that there are people, gay guys out there who do not like um call me by your name. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I remember uh, it, 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 it's, it's gross <laughs> because it, there is a relationship between like a 17 year old and uh, you know, a 20 something year old. Uh, so that is inappropriate. We don't condone that. Uh, but the story was so beautifully written and, you know, it takes place in Italy. Most of it does. Um, and this, uh, 20 year old uh, college student comes to uh, Italy to stay with um, this 17 year old. He eventually turns 18. Uh, But uh, uh, Elio is his his name. Uh, Stay with his parents because they they are professors. Uh, And so uh, staying with them to, uh, you know, learn more from them, uh, have sessions with them um for final projects uh and they the son and the 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 grad student connect um and they start to have feelings for each other they um have sex many times uh there is a peach involved <laughs> um but anyways so it it's my buy just because it was, I thought that it was really well written. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm making a face. You are making a face. <laughs> I hated it. You hate it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, just really hated the main character. Elio? I thought he was annoying and whiny. He is annoying and whiny, yes. <laughs> 
Yes, he is. Uh, I I completely agree with that, one hundred percent. But if we don't disagree on at least one book per episode, like it's not even an episode of of what is the name of our podcast? Unsolicited book review. Exactly. You forgot. Oh my god, this is episode fifteen. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, but I I do have a little bit of a story, and this is like I was listening to this book. And the house that uh, Josh and I were living in at the time uh, was still in a developing uh, housing community. Oh, no. No, it's not bad. Oh, Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) behind our house was empty space that they were eventually going to be turning into more neighborhood, like put more houses. And so they had, the road was already in. And so I would go out there and I would walk like almost every evening and just listen to a book. And I was listening to this one and I just walking, like, you know, wasn't really paying attention. I got a phone call from Josh and he said, where are you? I said, I'm just walking. He said, you've been gone a long time. I said, no, I just left four and a half hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, didn't realize that I was walking for that long. Um, I said four and a half hours, four and a half miles. <laughs> oh my God. I was uh, going to say, how is the audiobook even four and a half hours long? I said hours, miles, four and a half miles. Okay. I walked. Okay. Uh, and I don't know how long that took. But, anyways, like, I was just so entranced with it. So, yeah. um, that See, one's my bye. Where I thought that story was going is that the construction workers were like right outside your window and you forgot the window was open during the peach scene and like they all heard. Okay. That was a much better story than where I saw that going. Yeah. I mean, I have had. It's the, oh no. (laughs) I have had the instance where you are listening to an audio book and you're at a stoplight and you don't realize it's that loud and a, mm-hmm. a sex scene pops up and then you make mm-hmm. eye, co- eye contact with the person next to you. I have had that happen. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, okay, back to Bye Bye Boot. My goodness. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, tangents. Um, I'm going to say within these walls will be my borrow. Um, Anya Alborn is actually a really good horror author, and I think that more people should read her. Uh, but this is about, um, it's kind of cultish-esque as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a, a cult and um, they uh, end up killing themselves, or most of them do kind of in a similar Jonestown situation. Uh, but this uh, father and is a uh, writer, is a book writer, and there's a serial killer, the guy... I mean, not serial killer. The the lead of the coat cult coat. Goodness sakes, <laughs> cult is in prison, and he asks for this guy to interview him, and he says, "I'll give you all the information, um, you know, my story," because he hasn't really talked to anybody. And so the son moves, or the 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 writer moves he and his young son into this house. Well, the house is haunted. Um, and Naturally. Yeah. And uh, many, many dark things happen. Um, and yeah, I, I don't want to ruin it because it, 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 it's an intense read. Uh, it's very dark, uh, but it's, it, it, was, it was actually really good. Uh, and then conventionally yours, there's nothing bad about it. It's just, you know, based, you know, with the other books. So this would be my boot. Um, it it's a fun little you know uh enemies to lovers story about these two guys that get uh put into a um competition together uh and they are driving uh to this convention to um perf- not perform <laughs> uh, <laughs> conventionally yours yeah, i get it yeah 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 uh to participate in this like competition, like this big national competition. And so it's just kind of about their escapades as they go um, traveling and they eventually fall for each other and lovey dovey stuff happens. So like I said, friends to lovers. Yeah. Ew. Ew, Gross. Love. (laughs) Are you ready for yours? 
No. Well, it's happening anyways, whether you like it or not. But I want your consent. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, first book is what? Oh, <laughs> where's the consent? The consent never happened. Do I have your consent to continue, KP? No. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, God. Uh, Alondra <laughs> by Gina Femia. Mm -hmm. uh, if Tomorrow Doesn't Come by Jen St. Jude. One second. And that's a long are... one to write down. Oh, that is a long <laughs> one. Sorry. Okay. If Tomorrow Doesn't Come. By Jen St. Jude. And then We Are Okay by Nina LaCour. Oh, no. What? Well, I remember two of these. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... So. Oh yeah, I remember. Oh, oh, this is so hard. Oh no. <laughs> oh, these are all incredible. Shit. Wait, this is so mean. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, this is so mean. Why this is it is mean? Two five stars and one four point five star. Oh shit. <laughs> this, is, this is so mean. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Kate, this is testing KP's and I friendship right now. <laughs> okay. If tomorrow doesn't come, gets the boot. Okay. It's the 4.5 stars. Okay. It's beautiful amazing wonderful please read it but it's booted rest in uh, peace just you know like we always say just because it's a boot doesn't mean it's a bad book but it's dead oh yeah we we killed that one per game so rules. who are you marrying um <laughs> well if tomorrow doesn't come it's an end of the world novel uh these two girls are at college the world's ending. They're trying to get home. They're not, their home isn't the same place, but they're like kind of tied together. Um, one girl was content warning, um, about to commit suicide right before oh, wow. the end of the world. But then the end of the world or the impending end of the world kind of gives her this new will to live or at least to try to help get her friend to safety and make sure her family is safe. And it's just about their journeys. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. I can't believe this is my boot. Oh, I hate you. Um, Alondra is my borrow. Okay. This is just so, 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 so much fun. Um, way less deep and emotional. Um, it's a book about a girl who sees, I think I've talked about this one on the pod before. Um, it's this girl, she sees these kids on the playground across the way and they are wrestling, like WWE style wrestling. And um, she is obsessed with wrestling herself so she joins them they start this troupe and kind of like start building an audience and it's about their own development sort of as a troupe within but then also their own identities um she's bi and she's kind of struggling with that and as a bi person is it okay to like a boy but also like a girl and kind of her own um discovery of self it's it's got some real emotions but it's also just so 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 much fun um we are okay uh this girl goes off to college her mom has recently died her dad i don't think he was ever in the picture i don't remember this one as well the details it's my bye um 
I already want to do a reread. I read it in, like this early summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like cried the whole book. It was so, so, so beautiful. She wants a fresh start. I think she was living with her grandpa and he died right before college. So she's like trying to take, make a fresh start at college, but she doesn't want anybody at college to know that she's like the orphan. So she's trying to fit in. And again, another book about self-discovery and learning to trust people and let people in, but not, um, but also learning to like trust herself and rely on herself and, uh, again, goosebumps just thinking about it. Beautiful, beautiful cry, but like good cry. Oh, that was so mean of you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I guess next episode you'll have to get me back. Do like oh, all three five it's reads. Coming for you. <laughs> well, I mean, call me by your name was a five star. Within these walls was a four star. Conventionally, yours was a four star. <laughs> No, I killed a 4.5. I know. I'm sorry. And in my review, I said 4.5. So I know. I'm sorry. It's fine. Well, ask me questions. I shall ask you questions. <laughs> can oh, can I make it? Can I point out uh, your sweater, Future Corpse? <laughs> it is yes. the coolest sweater ever. <laughs> Uh-huh. Love it so much. Uh, okay, so book-related questions. Would you rather find out that your best friend hates the book you like the most or share your favorite book with your nemesis? Or nemesis Either one. I don't think... <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't think much. it much matters. That's the beauty of books, is that we can disagree on books. There's not a lot of things that we can at least in this polarized world that we live in, I don't think there's much that we can like disagree on and, you know, like pizza toppings, sure. Books, sure. (laughs) But like other things are so polarizing that like books, it's fine. If, Uh, if my nemesis and I agree on a book, maybe that's something that bridges some, some ground. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that. Yeah, um, uh, I I I think I would agree too. Like it, it, that's the the power of of reading, like and being different, uh, being unique uh, as an individual. Like you don't necessarily have to like all the same things. Like I've recommended mm-hmm. books to you that you didn't enjoy as much as I did, and vice like, versa. Call me by your name. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, did I recommend that to you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I apologize. Um, and I've only, you know, it was, I read it years ago. I haven't reread it. Uh, so maybe I don't like it anymore, but I did <laughs> read the sequel. I got that from a, a giveaway on Goodreads and I, I did not enjoy it. Um, it was like from the dad's perspective and it was just weird. Ew. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it was called find me, but yeah, I agree with you that, yeah it could bridge a gap between, you know, um, me and my nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather like a book everyone hates or hate a book everyone loves? Um, I would rather like a book everyone hates because I would rather like a book period. Like yeah. as as much as it sounds like I enjoy hating on books sometimes, um, I I really prefer to like books. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I I've something I've done more recently. Uh, I I used to like try and read books that everyone recommended to me, even though it wasn't my style, and deep down I knew I wouldn't like it, but I wanted to make that person happy because I'm a people pleaser. Uh mm-hmm. and so I've I've recently gone through my to read list on Goodreads and I've wiped out all these books that I'm never going to read. Um and so yeah, I I agree that I would rather uh like a book that everyone hates. Um and that has happened many times mm-hmm. um for me. 
so and vice versa like uh there's one in for the next question uh that <laughs> lots of people love and i absolutely hated it so yeah agreed yay next question name a book you think is overhyped a book you think is perfectly hyped and a book you think is underhyped okay so um perfectly hyped i would say is if we were villains by ml rio okay which i know we just discussed last episode so i won't give any detail there overhyped is cleat cute by meryl wilster okay i absolutely freaking hated it stupidest <laughs> book um it's a sapphic romance uh, about soccer, which is everything I should love, but I hated the main character. She was annoying, obnoxious, and the love interests, like, no chemistry, they like, at all, and then all of a sudden, they were just, like, having sex for no reason, <laughs> and there was no chemistry, and everybody loves this book. Like, it has over four stars, and it sucked. Um, and underhyped is The Violin Conspiracy. Uh, by Brenda Slocum. Um, this one, it seems like everybody who's read it is um, loving it, but I just, I want it to get more attention because it's so, 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 so good. Um, it's a mystery. This kid, his, he comes across an old family heirloom. Um, it's this violin that's worth like, tens of millions of dollars um and everybody's like well there's no way a black family could have owned a violin worth this much and this white family comes out of the woodwork and is like oh your family stole this from my family when they were uh, slaves of my family and then the violin goes missing and it's this whole thing it's a beautiful beautiful book um and i think it could be more hyped awesome i love it yeah uh, okay for me overhyped i'm gonna get that out of the way uh <laughs> is the book eaters by sunyi dean absolutely Ugh. hated it me too um yeah i it, it, think i dnf'd on like page 15 i i didn't dnf i skimmed mm. yeah i skimmed the, the rest of it absolutely hated it um i loved the idea of it Same. uh you know these group of you know what are they <laughs> uh beings that eat books um you know to survive and that's how they obtain uh knowledge and and things like that and they have this very um anti feminine um existence uh where these the women are forced to go to neighboring uh houses um and they are forced to uh you know have sex with one of the heads of household or whatever and then they give birth to their baby and then the baby is kept there and the mom is shipped off back to where she came from and so they are required to do this multiple times until they can't give birth anymore um so it's kind of like handmaid's tale sort of just with like a fantasy aspect um but the main character goes on the run with um one of her her, her child um and is trying to get her other child back um so anyways, yeah, it was, I did not like it. Um, the one that I think is perfectly hyped is The Gunkle by Stephen Rowley. Uh, I love this book. I think it's fantastic. Uh, and I think it deserves all the praise that it gets. And um, I hope more people read it because there is a sequel coming. I think Yay. it's called The Gunkle Abroad. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. So I'm very, very, very excited. Um, I, I've, I read The Celebrants uh, by Stephen Rowley, uh, but this one is still my my favorite by him. Um, and then for Underhyped, um, 
goodness. I'm going to say uh, the Tales of Arania series by TJ Klune. Um, some of his earlier work, but they're so fucking hilarious. Uh, I mean, the first, I mean, you, you have, I've talked about it on here before, but you have characters like Gary, the gay unicorn who is just flamboyantly gay. Uh, and, uh, you have, um, Tiggy, the, the ogre or half, half ogre, uh, and then a sex obsessed dragon. Uh, like it, it, the characters, the humor is just out of this world and especially if you listen to it especially if you listen to it <laughs> the narrator for the first book is just fucking phenomenal <laughs> it's awesome. very long there are a few times whenever you're like okay 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 but like uh it, it it's amazing i i want to i know we're running over but there there's this scene where the uh knight and then this wizard um are they are love each other but they can't because the knight is engaged to the prince um and so they're on a mission to save the prince from the dragon that kidnapped him and they're in the forest and the fairies attack and the uh unicorn gary the the ogre and then the wizard are trapped in these like magical circles and then the knight is trapped by vines and plants uh and he is like getting pulled uh, away from from them and he's like okay help guys like i need help and gary and the wizard are like bickering back and forth not paying attention and tiggy's just over hi ryan <laughs> <laughs> and he's like tiggy help me throw throw that over to me so i can get out and he's just hi ryan <laughs> oh my gosh i laugh i laugh okay so yeah Oh gosh. It sounds like a stoner movie almost. Oh my god. I, I wish it could be turned into a movie. I need I, I, I have to read more of the series. Uh, I think there's like five books. Uh but yeah. Uh, yeah. Um so funny. So funny. Uh so I think we got uh long winded uh in this episode too, but that's okay because you guys love us and you love our podcast. So <laughs> Uh, so we hope you all enjoyed today's episode. If you didn't, then uh, keep your mouth shut. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, visit the link in our bio uh, if you'd like. Oh, I said it. I said it. We're, we're not. Uh, yeah. Uh, visit the link in our bio so that you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> make sure you like and share and follow us. All that. I don't know what Smash I'm saying. The like and subscribe. Yeah, do it <laughs> so that you know we get more listeners because we love we love it. Yeah, we love doing what we're doing. What am I doing, KP? <laughs> I think what you're trying to say is follow us on Instagram at, at UBR podcast, or you can follow Scott at Scott underscore the librarian, or you can follow KP at, at Ninja Purtle 80. And now I'm going to go make a picture of Kool-Aid and finish reading my book about Jonestown. We'll see you next time, folks. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Bye. Give me something, give me something